With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. And with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles, we win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at Marines.com. This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. From the launch your online shop stage, all the way to the we just hit a million orders stage. No matter what stage you're in, Shopify's there to help you grow. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash special offer, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash special offer. Our kids have said to us since we moved to Minnesota, we are far more active than we've ever been anywhere else we've ever lived. Moving to Minnesota opened up a lot of doors for us. Just this overall sense of community, of values that, you know, Minnesotans have. It's a real accepting, loving community, especially with two young kids. See what makes Minnesota the star of the North. New residents share why they love calling it home at exploreminnesota.com slash live. Hello and welcome to Footballers. I am your host, Hunter, and this week I have Steve Stokes, Matty Cakes, and Right Foot. Steve, how are you doing this week? Doing okay, Hunter. Yeah, it's a uh, lot to digest this week. I've been a little bit ill, actually. I'm, I'm coming off the back of a little bit of food poisoning, but uh, hopefully I'll be here for the duration. If I do vanish at any point, um, don't worry too much. Just wait for the toilet to flush and you'll know I'm back. <laughs> Good to know. Good to know. Matt, how are you doing, bud? I'm doing all right. I'm just eager to get on the beta a little bit more. I just haven't been able to play it at all. So I'm just kind of hanging out and working. Yep. We're definitely going to dive into that. Right fucking foot. How are you? I am very good. Been playing a little bit of Weekend League and just chilling out with the family. You're still grinding FIFA 21 heavy, aren't you? Still still at it. Full force. Yeah. So first, we're going to talk about the FIFA 22 beta. Matt, you've got the Xbox version old gen, right? Yeah, uh, only the last gen version. And what modes have you played? Uh, just Ultimate Team. I, I Sometimes I try to get on the kickoff thing just to mess around with it, but I've, I've been trying to play a little bit of Ultimate Team. Played a lot last night, which is why I haven't slept much at all. Hmm. Yeah, you could see I was I was putting in eye drops before we recorded here, mm-hmm. and uh, I, d- I did quite a bit of grinding myself on the PS5 version, the next gen, which uh, I've got a few things to say about it. But what were your initial thoughts on the, the beta? Without giving away too much, uh, keeping in the, yeah, into yeah, the NDA. Without, yeah, breaking the NDA rules, which I'm not entirely sure what, what we're all totally able to disclose. But I mean, I don't know. I, I know some of your thoughts on it, and it's just, I'm not hating it. It's just, uh, it's definitely going to be different for better or for worse. I don't, mm-hmm. we'll, we'll find out whenever the full release is out, but it's certainly different. Even on last gen versions, it's just, I'm feeling maybe the through ball thing is still a thing. Uh, I'm feeling maybe uh, the largest takeaway I, I guess it should lead with is that the manual jockey thing is definitely you feel it like whether, yep. you know, whether yep. it's benefiting you or hurting you, you're going to feel it. If you're still playing 21, you should probably switch to manual jockey. It's It's still a little different, I think, maybe like just minor differences between 21 and 22 so far, but. 
switch to manual jockey because it's a it's a trip. Yeah, it's it's definitely the players. At least from what I've seen, they appear to move move a lot smoother than they did mm-hmm. on on twenty one. It looks less clunky. But as far as the, the the visual aspects of the game, how it looks and appears graphics mm-hmm. wise, I'm not sure if it's just the beta or not. But I honestly cannot tell the difference between FIFA 22 and FIFA 21. It looks mm-hmm. like the exact same game, uh, yeah. slightly slower. Which that's to be that's to be expected with the beta. You're using you know gold rated cards after you've been using footies and you know festival foot cards and stuff like that. But the game itself, it has lots of potential. The one thing I will say, the new forward cross that they were raving about on the, the previews and the, and the reveals is very strong. I think, Steve, we kind of, we chatted about it. I think you saw some gameplay from an unknown source, but you said that it was the same thing, right? That the forward cross is, is really a good way to exploit the wide areas and create. Yeah. I mean, although I don't have the beta myself, I've probably spent more time watching footage of the the pizza than, than most people with it have spent playing it. Uh, it's just the nature of what I do. The many fingers and many pies, I guess. It, it, the first thing that stood out to me by by a country mile was that there is so much space on the wings this year. Um, spreading the play is definitely going to be a thing. Playing with width is going to be the way through and I think that a lot of people that are experiencing problems with the beta are people that are kind of still wrapped in the FIFA I don't know, FIFA 19 to 21 style of play where you can play direct through the middle. Don't think you're going to be able to get away with that so much this year. The, the way that teams keep their shape, the way that they'll patrol the edge of the 18-yard box, it's going to be much more difficult to break teams down just by using a battering ram centrally. I, I think things like the uh, the cam and the two strikers are going to be much less effective this year. I, I think um, the formation that immediately tickles my fancy is the 4-5-1 where you have the compact three central midfielders, but you still have the width. So the second variation. The second variation, yeah, not the not the ultra-attacking uh, version. Yeah, thanks for pointing oh, that man. out. And I, I, I think that could be the way ahead. I, I think as well that one of the things that's, that's patently obvious is that lofted passes, chipped passes, are so much more effective this year. And I think that's going to make target men much more relevant. I'm not going to go as far as saying that this could be the year that Tony Cruz is relevant because, uh, you know, he can play those, those chip passes from the, the register position. But I've never been more optimistic. I don't think. Um, I think there's going to be a lot to learn. I think there's going to be more, um, flexibility in terms of how you can create opportunities and score goals. And I think that we're going to see. A game where I, I think there was development in this actually in this year's FIFA. It was one of the bright spots that you could create chances in a, in a variety of ways. But I think that we're going to see a game where um, big strikers, powerful strikers, somebody like Lukaku is, is a player that I anticipate is going to be a major player in this year's game. It is promising. There, there are problems with it. Uh, there always are in a beta. The beta never plays as the finished version right. does. It always seems slow. It always seems a bit sluggish. And people moan about it because they haven't adapted to it. You know, they're still trying to play FIFA 21 on the FIFA 22 beta. And that gives gives rise to a lot of grievances. There are issues with things like goalkeeper animations. They can be sorted out. Um, passing assistance still maybe looks a little bit too strong. But again, you know, this is the point of the beta. That's why it's out there. It's so that these things can be, can be mapped and, and fixed. So... I'm very optimistic, very optimistic based on what I've seen so far. Yeah. And Paul, you don't have uh, you don't have any of the betas currently. I don't want to leave you out of the discussion. No, no, I don't know. And, you know, I've seen little bits on Twitter, 
mostly negative, but that's Twitter. Of course. So I'm not going to take my, um, what I think about it from Twitter. Yeah. If you get your news from Twitter, you're doing it wrong. Yeah. You got to get it from footballers, baby. But uh, Steve, you, you touched on uh, passing being still a little bit too overpowered. The first thing I did when I loaded it up before I played a game is I made sure to turn on the master switch because I started off in squad battles. And um, the one thing that I will agree with you on as far as passing is through balls. I got to a stage where I was intentionally targeting the man in the lane and the level of assistance readjusted my striker's run and my pass to put him in through behind. So yeah, um, I've seen I that. think it's... I think it's still, it didn't feel much different from 21 as far as the, the strength of assistance and through passes, but standard ground passes, those you definitely have to be a little bit more precise because you will pay for those. And sprinting seems like it's going to, it's going to get you in trouble. If, if you're a heavy sprinter this year and you just stay on that right trigger, that R2 button, you're going to struggle. Uh, the touches that players take, if they don't have 90 plus dribbling, they take massive touches when you do the double tap. <laughs> sprint button the animations are a thing that i'm really concerned about because there's so many animations that we knew were coming like the you know they announced 4000 new animations and i've seen a lot of similar posts in the forums about this and on twitter and it's it's worrisome to me because left stick dribbling is essentially dead in my opinion with the next gen version because there's so many different animations and you get stuck in these animations I don't think you can make sweeping statements like that based on the beta, Hunter. I don't. I think you've got to be a bit more circumspect than that. I think you can talk about things in general terms based on how the beta is, but I think it's it's quite a step to say that that's how the the finished version of FIFA 22 is going to be. Well, I never said that. That's how it's going to be. I'm worried that if you have so many new animations and they're so random, it's going to be very hard to establish any kind of tempo when you don't know what to expect. So it's hard to be unpredictable when it's unpredictable on your build-up yourself, if that makes sense. Yeah, sure. And I'm, I'm, I'm sure that different people will have different experiences of the beta. But uh, kind of going back to the, the point that I adverted to earlier, uh, it's going to take some adaptation. And, uh, it's, you know, a lot of people are going to complain about the way that the beta feels because... They're used to playing FIFA 21. They're used to the speed of FIFA 21. They're used to having cards that are all maxed out in stats on FIFA 21. It's always the curse of the, of the beta release. It happens every year. Um, and, you know, again, I, people want to make judgments on whether they should buy the game, and that's understandable. And the beta is often used as a, as a benchmark for that kind of thing. I'd, I'd really encourage people not to go down that path. I think we need to wait until early access comes out. We need to see the, the finished version of the game. The, the sure. beta, the beta is a lot like sort of preseason friendlies in in real life football. It's the equivalent of getting your players match fit, you know, making sure there are no major, massive, glaring problems, and addressing those before you go into the uh, the actual real thing. Come come September, in this case, yeah, I don't know. Yeah, uh, this good, this this valuable. You can pick up some some tips and some guidance, but but anything that you hear about it at this point, take it with a pinch of salt. Yeah. And it, to me, it's not the, I think the pace of the game is fine. I, I, it's not the speed of the game that I'm concerned with. It's the responsiveness. And I don't mean connectivity wise. I mean, simple left stick dribbling, simply trying to change directions can sometimes take a really long time because they take so many touches and it feels heavy and clunky. And it's, it's not situational. It's, it's, it's pretty consistent, at least from my experience. Um, you know, I, I, I'm not sure how to get around that, but obviously there's ways they can tweak that. So. The goalkeeper animations, I've seen those too. There's a, one specific animation that he kind of just drifts backwards 
and the ball parries off of his hands and goes backwards instead of, you know, 45 degrees or away from goal like you would expect it. But that's easy stuff. Simple, simple fixes. There's lots of small things that they're going to fix. I know they will. Overall, I'm optimistic about it. It's really smooth. And the, the way teams keep shape, it helps you both defensively, but it also, like Steve said, gives you ways to exploit areas out wide. Matt, have you been noticing the same thing? Yeah, definitely. Like I think I was saying yesterday that I still wanna I still wanna try the four one two one two just to see if I can figure it out. Uh but it looks like yeah, like you you at least want someone out wide, even if you're not gonna use it, but at least as a decoy to like have someone mark him. Because if no one marks him, then you gotta go out there. But I guess as an early, early, early tip, if that if it ends up staying that way, like where width is a thing. Everybody still, even in the beta so far, still defends. When, when, whenever you're out on the wing, they still defend the cutback, whether you turn inside or like pass to the inside. So just keep walking to the byline because it's really fun to do because no one ever defends it. I think Steve and I played against each other like a year or two ago, and I just kept walking to the byline. He's like, you don't cut in. And it's like, yeah, stop me. Like, make, make the other person stop you. And especially because... Manual jockeying is a thing. If you just keep walking toward the byline, you'll watch them just get out of the way for you because they're just, they're just constantly going to the inside. So if you do that, then like, I'm usually the guy getting out of the way for the attacker. That's me. <laughs> Maybe, but, but I mean, it's just because everybody's just so conditioned to do that. Mm-hmm. So it's just, just keep going down the wing, see what happens. And I do think, I think Steve mentioned that like, Target men may be a thing. I, I do think crossing is it's pretty good. Hopefully it's not FIFA nineteen levels of crossing or FIFA fourteen if if people have been around that long, but it feels pretty good. One of the things that I've noticed with crossing is I've I've never seen so many occasions where the cross actually finds the forehead of the attacker. The accuracy mm-hmm. isn't always great, you know, it doesn't always mm-hmm. result in a shot on target or a header on target, but the, the crosses are actually finding the head of the attacker. And that's something, I mean, those sort of crosses have been like rocking horse shit in FIFA 21 and, and the last couple of FIFAs before, I guess. So mm. there's the scope there. And I think that's, that's the word that I'd use really to describe this or, or the phrase. There's the scope. There's, there's plenty of room for optimism here. So yeah, let's see what happens. Yeah. Majority wise, I'm very confident that this is going to be a much better version of FIFA. Could be the best version we've played based on the beta. I know the beta never plays the same like we discussed, but. It's got lots of potential, and um, with the way they can tweak things on the fly now without having to do full system updates, I think that's mm-hmm. going to help out. Uh, one thing I was worried about was the explosive sprint that, and I'll admit it, I was mocking it because I said it was going to be just like the bridge. While it looks similar to the bridge, it's not near as strong as the bridge, and it's not near as, as powerful. Um, you can't just spam it like you would with anybody else. It takes a specific type of player with specific stats, kind of like, you know, Steve, you were talking about it. Give, you know, players with really high dribbling and really good skills, the special ability to use these tools and not just everybody do it the exact same way. It looks like they've, they've sort of achieved that. I don't know if that's something to do with the 11 v 11 hypermotion, but it's definitely not as strong as the bridge. So I will say that. Did you experience the same thing? I mean, honestly, I, I forgot about the explosive sprint thing. I haven't tried it. I need to try it. All I know is that People are trying the directional nutmeg still, and that doesn't. I mean, it still has the same animations, but it doesn't feel as ridiculous as it as it is in twenty one. I did feel the explosive sprint on the defensive side as well. It's it's not like mm-hmm. I thought it was going to be, but it's it's definitely there. But it it feels like it happens after you get into stride. Once you change directions and you start mm-hmm. sprinting, he'll get like a little boost, and it's like 
it'll get progressively better depending on the player. But uh, defensively, I, I think if the game in its current state stays like it is on the defensive side, I would not be upset. I mean, tackling is rewarding. They retain possession of the ball. Attackers, for the most part, they stumble after being tackled and they don't they don't recover near as fast as they did last year so far. Mm-hmm. But um, I'm satisfied with defense. Yeah, and I um, people still will sit deep and they'll try to just pack in the box and try to block shots, but... There's been a few times where I've been like in the middle of the box, surrounded by players, and I think I had like a lone Sterling or something, and I shot it, and like in 21 and 20 and probably 19, it would have been auto-blocked, no question about it. I mean, he was kind of in the way of the shot, but not really, and it was just an AI player. It wasn't the, the user in front of me, but like the way Sterling shot it, it went over the guy's leg, and it, and it still went in. So it's like mm. you can shoot, you can be a little more uh, free on shooting. You don't have to work that absolutely, so far at least, you don't have to work yeah. that absolutely wide open chance. And uh, you can just take a chance yourself. While the defense, they, they hold their shape well as advertised, but the difference is, is they don't lunge out. They don't chase the ball like they did in 21. So I mm-hmm. think that's the difference they alluded to as far as they'll still make auto blocks if, if you shoot it directly towards them. And I did that several times intentionally and unintentionally um, yesterday and paid the price for it. Kept playing last night, kept grinding, trying to figure out the mechanics of it and finally started to get a little bit of a rhythm. It's it's taking that one last move, making that one last step or ball mm-hmm. roll or something to just one more move. And it's I've always been a nervous attacker, though. So, Steve, you, you know how I am when I get in the final third. I can get there. No problem. It's It's converting. I do. Yeah, it doesn't come as any major shock to me, unfortunately, Hunter. But yeah, you know. Fuck off, Steve. You, you get better. You live. You learn. Righty looks pregnant with with a point that he'd like to make. I have I have a question. What is shooting outside the box like? Does it work? Does it not work? I haven't scored an outside the box goal yet. I've played about fifteen games. I I haven't tried it. I've been trying to just walk it in again and again and again. So I'll I'll shoot a ton of outside the box shots today. I have tried doing the finesse shot outside the box. Finesse shots aren't near as strong as last year, at least with these players, which once they give us, I'm sure they're going to give us the full load of team of the season like last year, but I haven't tried the the time shot yet or whatever they renamed it. Oh, that's right. I'm going to have to mess around with that a little bit more. One last thing before we move on, I want to talk about the second man press, essentially. I know it's not called that. It's what it's, it's teammate contain. Did you play around with that? Um, I'm trying to. I... I don't know. I'm real. I'm really picky when it comes to that thing because I I want it to be very really good. I said in the previous podcast, like it can make or break. Maybe not make or break the game, but like it, it it can change whether or not people can hoard the ball for forever. Uh, if you get really good at it, it's it's better than it was. It seems to be better than it was in 21. It's not quite where i personally want it to be it's not super in your face but it's not useless i don't know it's like it seems to be very 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 circumstantial so far it feels like it's best used situationally Mm -hmm. and you can be penalized you know use it too much now you only have a certain amount of time for each player if you switch players the little green bar refreshes but Mm -hmm. um if you use it too much they run directly at the ball carrier. So they don't yeah. anticipate they run right at him. So if you use it too much, he'll overrun and now you're, you're out of position. So you're yeah. basically just putting gaps in your defense. So uh, wide areas may be a better place to use it with fullbacks. Steve, in your footage that you saw, did you see people using it? Yeah. And to me, it seems all good. Uh, it's not something that you want people to 
rely on too much. I mean, that's the reason why it was nerfed in the first place. We have short memories. People used to really abuse Teammate Contain. And, you know, that's that's why it was pushed back. It, it seems to be something that is, again, relevant this year. But as you, I mean, your your diagnosis is pretty much spot on, Hunter. If you if you abuse it, you'll pay for it. If you use it situationally, I do agree with you that it's going to be most useful, perhaps, when you're trying to, to literally, you know, I mean, the clue's in the title, when you're, when you're trying to contain a winger out wide, you know, it's, it's, it's called contained for a reason. If, if you try and use it centrally to defend for you, you're going to come unstuck with it. So... I'm a fan of it. No, I, I like what I've seen so far. Yeah. Well, I think that's going to wrap up our beta discussion. Steve, you have anything you want to add? Well, yeah, just before we move on from it, I just want to give a bit of a hat tip to, to EA and, and all other gaming companies, really, for, for pulling off a, a bit of a trick that I think Beelzebub himself would be quite happy with. I mean, they've, they've got everybody falling over themselves, you know, being so chuffed that they've got these beta codes. And, you know, effectively, EA are getting people to do the testing for them without paying them a single penny and good on them you know people are signing up to these ideas that they're not going to talk about the game and i'm sure there are millions of conversations going on this weekend i'm sure there's been one in your house hunter where you know the wife's saying can we uh can we get the driveway cleaned up this weekend and and millions of men are just going like Sorry, no. Um, I've I've been selected by EA to, to test this game. <laughs> very important, very important job. Uh, um, it's time bound, so unfortunately, not going to be able to do much around the house. Um, and if you can leave me alone for the weekend, that'd be appreciated. But uh, yeah, I'll, I'll let you know how it goes, darling. So what I did though is when I got the email about having the beta immediately when I got home from work, I cut the grass, I cleaned up, cleaned the driveway, did all the laundry, did the dishes, fixed anything that needed fixing. And just didn't say anything about it until I, you know, sat in my, my office for a good, I don't know, two days straight and questions started being asked. Going to the office to test the game, darling. Yeah. So I had to do a little bit of explaining and, you know, office work the territory. But no, I did not make myself up to be some prestigious selectee. <laughs> Come on. As if. Sweetheart, it's a lot of responsibility. Not everybody is selected. Leave me alone. I mean, I don't want to do it, but, you know, somebody has to and they, they need us to do it. Mm. Soldier. Yeah. Yeah. I'm just doing my part, man. Yeah, this next week I plan on playing like a ton. And then maybe maybe next week's podcast I'll have a whole dissertation on what needs to be fixed and what what doesn't. Yeah. Thank, thank you for your service, boys. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Never forget. There are a few who run toward the sounds of tyranny. <laughs> there is one thing, and this is something we can all discuss, but I'm still, even after having the beta for three days, I'm still very confused on how Foot Champs is going to work. Foot Champs? What about Rivals? Come on. Well, I, I think I understand Rivals after everything they've told us and looking at the game, but it seems like Rivals, and it was in the pitch notes, so the elite tier is beyond Division 1, you go into an elite tier, and that's where skill rating comes into play, but Below elite tier, there is no skill rating. It's all division based and rank based. So basically you have like division two, rank two, you have checkpoints, right? So you get to these checkpoints that prevents you from relegating. Don't forget the stages. We've got stages too. <sighs> the stages to me are irrelevant. That's to me, that's used for matchmaking. But so basically what they would do is if I was in division two, rank two, there's a stage between rank two and rank one. So they're looking to find somebody in your area, division two, rank two, stage two. But to me, division two, rank two is it's close enough, but it, it's a lot of terminology and it doesn't make sense to you hearing it here. But 
if you go to the pitch notes, there's screenshots and you can kind of see where it says division, rank, and there's a little diamond for the you know stage or whatever it is. Can, can I just break this down and explain exactly what's going on here? Beneath all the smoke and mirrors, what is actually happening is EA are still going to use the skill rating to determine everything, but they're going to try and obfuscate it and confuse people with a structural system that nobody really understands. And people are just going to nod their head, work it out as the year goes on, figure it out. And yeah, we'll all be okay, but it's effectively still going to be based on skill rating. Then we follow the four stage strategy. What's that? In stage one, we say nothing is going to happen. Stage two, we say something may be going to happen, but we should do nothing about it. In stage three, we say that maybe we should do something about it, but there's nothing we can do. <laughs> stage four, we say maybe there was something we could have done, but it's too late now. I think at the end of it, it is. Uh, like in the elite tier, it is. But it, I think it's effectively just wins, like total wins. So like if you're grinding rivals throughout the year, like you're going to naturally go up and up and up just... Maybe they have a system in place where it's like, if you're getting one win out of like 10, then yeah, like your maybe your progression is going to be a little slower. Yeah. Cause I think they said that you have multipliers for when you go the on streaks. win streaks. So if you're, yeah, yeah. So if you're winning multiple in a row, then you're skipping these stages and stuff. You can skip stages and it allows you to go to different divisions quicker than it would be normally. Uh, Sorry, Hunter. I was just going to say you're also going to get these, um, season rewards as well, which is something that we've banged the drum for for a long time here, saying that we need to make losing more rewarding. And you're going to get these season rewards from playing rivals regardless of how well you perform. So, you know, even losers win. Cool. Thank you, Steve. Thank you. I like the checkpoints as well. I like the checkpoints they've put in so that people can't relegate. So once you reach that checkpoint, you're there. You, you know, you can't see an objective come out and rapidly relegate yourself down three divisions to make it easier, yeah. which I think is very good. Big thing. This tells me I think we're going to see a lot more rage quits in Rivals than we have in previous years. I hope so. Unless that has an impact on how you qualify for foot champs, which to me, I don't want to spend a whole lot of time on champs because I don't have a lot of clarity on champs and mm-hmm. I don't want to put out any bad information. But one last thing about the seasons in Rivals, at the start of every new season, every single player in foot is relegated one division backwards. So if you're an elite, I believe you're going to be relegated to division one and the elite tier starts over and so on and so forth all the way down. Anybody else have anything to add on rivals before we try to dissect champs? Just want to have a, a, a brief go at, uh, at rage quits. I, I think that rage quits are fine, really. I think that hopefully we see less calculated quits. I think that's the problem, really. Yeah, I think Steve's alluding to the fact that it's always a rage quit, even when you're not raging, right? Yeah, a bit like super subs. Yeah, everything's a super sub. Foot champions. Originally, when I thought when I saw the pitch notes and the announcements, I thought, and I could be wrong, but I thought foot champs was going to be a weekly competition. But after seeing the game, and I've I've qualified for the first foot champs in the beta, and I'm going to check it out soon. But you have to qualify for foot champs the same way you did in 21. 2,000 weekend league points obtained via rivals. From then, you move on to a playoff system. Now, each foot champions competition lasts six weeks and i'm assuming that's the length of a season and you play playoffs during the week and the finals happen on the weekends so you have to basically qualify for the finals the weekend league during the week via playoffs and you play your actual foot champs on the weekend now you only have a minimum amount of attempts to try to qualify via playoffs and if you don't qualify for the finals for that competition during the week you start over you have to get your 2,000 points again and go back through the progression. Now, you can choose when you want to 
try to enter the playoffs and try for weekend league. So you don't have to do it every week. So, but when you attempt, you use one of your attempt tokens, essentially, for lack of better understanding. Kill me now. Uh, I know I, it's, it's extremely complicated. It's, it's the information they put out is not very clear. And the information in the game is even worse. It's very little. Well, were you saying that you needed 2,000 for every attempt in the playoffs or, or you need 2,000 just for like the set of attempts? Because I, I was under the impression that like once you get the 2,000 points to enter the playoffs, then you have, let's say it's 10. I think in the beta right now it's 10. Um, you have 10 attempts to get X amount of points and like each win, I think normally probably in the final build, it's probably going to be like each win is a point and then you have to win like, I think that's where like the leaks we're saying like you got to win three out of five. Maybe they'll change it to where you got to win just three of three or two of five or something. Like they can make it up as they go. But right now, it's like they want everyone to be in the finals on the beta. So they, the requirement. This is weird. the actual verbiage from the pitch notes, and you can take from this what you will. But it says if you earn enough points, you will unlock a finals qualification token, granting access to the champions finals, and allows you to continue participating in the competition. Here's the point. If you did not make it to the finals, you can always return to the playoffs after requalifying through rivals. So it seems if you use a token to try and make the finals and you don't make it, you have to requalify through rivals. According to that, that's how I read it. Or the playoffs are every week. They reset every week. Like maybe the playoffs don't exist on the weekend or like if they do, they still reset on Sunday when, when the finals are over. So then you have like just that week. The playoffs are literally just a week long and then they reset week after week. And then so maybe there's a minimum in finals where you auto qualify for the playoffs so you don't have to play rivals. But imagine if AI made flat pack fucking furniture. Imagine that world. No, nobody would have a book on a shelf. Every book in the world would be on the floor. Yeah. Amongst millions of men beating their heads against the wall where the shelves should be. But I hope there's microtransactions on that shelf. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's funny. That's funny. Sorry, love. Like can't a- do anything this weekend. I'm, uh, I'm testing the new game and also putting up my new EA shelves that came with the, mm. the ultimate edition. Could be here for six months. Yeah, but if you get the ultimate edition of those shelves, it comes with a 4,600 shelf point and it mm. automatically puts itself together halfway. All you yeah. have to do is tighten down the screws. Yeah. Mm-hmm. With the exclusive rubber band thrown in. Exclusive rubber band. I'm looking forward to the rubber band. I'm going to get some made if we don't get one from EA. But- Clear as fucking mud to summarize. What, what a terrible job they've done of explaining mm-hmm. that. Well, I, I am hopeful though, because after we record this pod, because the, the first champs competition in beta starts today. So I'm going to go in there, play it, you know, see how it does. The way they have it set up without giving too many details is. <laughs> You, you can't fail to qualify in the beta. They want everybody to play You're it, doing so. a job for them for free. Relax. Fucking talk about it. Balls to them. Come on. Rebel. Well, well the, the way they did the, the qualification for foot champs this week is you have to play three games, essentially. And you can win, lose, or draw. It doesn't matter. Just play three games and you qualify for champs. So until we have a, a way to fail, it's really not possible for me to really get to test the system and can mm. I can I fail to qualify on a Tuesday and yeah. then go back and try to do it again before Friday? So until we have a way to do that, I, I really don't have a way to give you an answer. So maybe as we progress, I I think like I I swear it's I I don't think you would have to like redo the two thousand rivals points like like if you fail on a Tuesday, I don't know if you have to get another two thousand before Friday. I think it's genuinely like 
you get the 2000 and let's say you get five attempts, right? Five attempts to do what? Like win three out of five games. Let's just make it up, right? It's fair. Like, like, let's say it's that. And then so you have five attempts until Friday or maybe until Saturday. I don't know what their cutoff is going to be, but say yep. until the finals start. And then so if you get it, then yeah, then it's then you have the choice to go into the finals or even wait for the next week. It sounds like because if you're just like any other weekend league token, I think you can save it for whenever you're available on the weekend. And that's when the 20 games kicks in. Yeah. Well, we'll see what they do for us and we'll see how they, they adjust the beta, but I don't want to go any more details on champs. Like I said, because we don't really know a whole lot about it yet. Even with the game in our hands at the beta, it's, it's just not very, it's like Steve said, clear as mud. Anyways, I'm done talking about the beta. We spent, we spent almost 40 minutes on the beta. Paul. Hello. It's nice of you to join us this week, bud. Cool, eh? Good to be here. Yeah. Paul is here. Uh, I won't get involved in the beta conversation. I've watched about five videos this week and I still have no idea what's going on. But um, I do know that foot swaps are going on. Icon swaps. I heard, now, don't correct me if I'm wrong, but I heard that right fucking foot already has all of his icon swap tokens for icon swaps for. All of them bar one, which... What a fucking maniac. I don't need that other one because... Dedication. Dedication. It wasn't that difficult, you know, a few hours. Just been playing the game anyway. Best player on the street. But I feel like they've done a great job. People are a bit, little bit bored, waiting for the new game to come out. And they've given us something to do until that, that happens. I think it's brought loads of people back in until they get the packs, of course. But it's good. We've got the usual sort of format of one token for an 81 times 25, two tokens for an 83 times 25, and three tokens for an 84 times 20, uh, you know, which is just fodder packs, which is great if you've got some SBCs to do. Then they gave us Moments Kaka for four tokens. Jeez. Uh, a, ni- a 92 plus Psycho Moments pick for five. Baby Eusebio. Baby Eusebio? For six tokens, baby you say BR. Is it really? Yes, it really is. Oh, wow. I just noticed that. I saw the the mid Pele, which I thought was kind of, yeah. who the fuck wants that when they have the, the moments SBC, but if we're gonna call them, If we're going to call them baby cards, can we call them middle cards adolescent, please? Teenagers. Like minors? Yeah. And then the, the prime ones, proper grown up. Yeah. So minor Pele, baby you say no, 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 no. Baby Pele. Adolescent Pele and proper grown up Pele. Okay, you, you do those. Is the moment COAP? Um, I, I haven't thought it through that far, Paul. You need to think your decisions through a little bit more, Steve. Um, mm. Seven tokens is 84 plus icon moments, attacker or midfielder. Eight tokens. Wait, 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 wait. How, how, how dare you be right? I knew that was coming. Paul. You could see it coming in Steve's face. He just looked like he's had a moment. How, how dare you be right? I'm always right. I've got a pillow that says it. His name's right fucking foot. <laughs> I've got a pillow and a cup that says always right. Ah, with a W. W, yeah. So, yeah, we've got seven tokens, 94 plus icon moments, midfielder or attacker. See, what I'm going to do, because you've, you've belittled me and put me down like that, Paul, is just keep interrupting you and completely ruin your point. It's absolutely fine. It's absolutely fine. I'm, I'm focused. I know exactly where I'm going. Hunter's rolling his eyes thinking, do I try and fucking edit this or not? Nah, leave it. That's exactly what I was thinking, actually. Sorry, I'll be quiet. Go on, we're fine. I apologise. I'll speak to you again in a second, Steve. Um, Eight tokens is 93 icon moments attacker pick, and these ones have been absolutely 
crazy. People have been getting 99 Pele, R9. There is some bad cards in that, so it is a little bit risky. I've got eight tokens ready to go, and I am waiting for tomorrow to see if we get the R9 SBC. If we do, I'm going to use my tokens for fodder. If we don't, I'm going to do the 93 plus icon moments attacker and pack R9. So it's all planned mm. out. We've actually got a second lot of icon tokens that are going to be available in 20 days or something. So for nine tokens, you can get the 97 Maradona. For 10 tokens, Adolescent Pele. 11 tokens is a 94 plus prime moments. Can somebody speed up his fucking auto queue? And 15 tokens, Maldini moments, which is a bit of a meh. 17 tokens is Zidane. Nobody cares because nobody's playing the game. Once they get 17 Ooh, tokens. In December, you get everything. You? Yeah. So it's, you know, everybody's opened the packs, use their eight tokens. Nobody's playing when the second lot comes out, basically. Yeah, imagine having to wait for the second round to get adolescent Pele. Yeah, I wish they'd release it all. Now, I will say, though... With the moods and everything as well. It's a it's a step in the right direction, but like a lot of the things we've gotten in 21, too little, too late. Not trying to be a cynic here. I'm just looking at it like I think most people in foot, we would have loved to have these cards in Icon Swaps 3, you know? Most people are playing the beta or they're going outside. I haven't touched 21 even before the beta. I wasn't playing it much. Just because I'm kind of just, I'm on that, that cruise control, taking a break. Everybody goes offline, you know? Would have loved to see this in Icon Swaps 3. Can't be asked to do any of it at this point. That's just me. There's, I know a lot of people that are still grinding all of it. Paul, I got a few friends that are doing it. Just not for me. It's not going to keep me engaged. I feel the same for what it's worth. I've been really struggling to motivate myself to pick the game up, really. And I, I think as well, to an extent, it's kind of healthy to, to have some sort of break before, before the 22 grind starts. So I'm not mad at people for, taking a pause and especially they've they've given us the beta until september 2nd i mean i don't know that i'll ever open fifa 21 again you know who knows but we'll see i normally don't when the beta comes out i normally don't go back whenever it happens but if or when they release an end of an era messy i kind of gotta I just i gotta do it i gotta do it gotta play with it a little bit that's where you draw the line end of an era messy. Yeah, yeah i got to hmm. mm-hmm. well we'll see you in uh, mid-september then yeah, I'll be it, there. It takes them a while to get those end of an era cards out if we're going off of Ramos anyway. Mm-hmm. Isn't there, in, in keeping with icon swaps, isn't there a new squad battles glitch, Paul? There is, which is a really, really random glitch. I don't know how somebody found this, and I will, I'll post the, the link in the Discord maybe, but you go in and play t- start till two skill games and then you go into a squad battles game turn your controller off and the ai plays the game for you and wins if you've got a better team which is just <laughs> who found that who found that probably Matt lamborn to be fair so, uh, yeah maybe but it's it's great because nobody likes playing squad battles do they so if you've got some objectives to do you score a goal turn your controller off and put your feet up it's so ultra nerdy. It deserves respect. Whoever it is who has discovered that. Well, let's give the guy a shout out, shall we? If you go to TikTok and look up a username of, I'm just going to spell it, K-A-D-O-H-E-U, K-A-D-O-H-E-U, that's where he posted the video of how to do it. So I don't know if he stole that from somebody else, but that's the one we saw. Go on there and look at his, I don't know, what do you call them? Ticks? I'm not on TikTok. I don't know what it, Look up his fucking profile and look at his videos and you'll find it in there. I think it's 
I'm not down with the kids, but I, I think it's called a fucking TikTok, to be honest with you. Would make sense. When you, when you bring up skill games, do you just start one up and then quit? Or do you play through it and then quit? It's said to quit after the countdown is done. Oh, okay. So yeah, it's like three, two, one, quit. and then I pause, quit, do it again. Yeah, but just go look at the video. We'll mm. post it in the show notes too. Any other content you've been grinding this week? Anybody? Well, I know, Steve, have you, you haven't been playing much FIFA 21. Paul, you, you've been grinding on it pretty heavy. Um, a lot of new cards lately. We got a small Dini, Gelson Martins, Obama Yang, Amavi, Diada, Tanali. Have you done all of these? Any of these? I did Quadrado because he fits straight into my team. Mm-hmm. Uh, decent card. Bamian won the vote yesterday and it's just ridiculously expensive. Um, who else did we get? Tanali, great objective card. Mm-hmm. Um, but the, the best SBC I feel we've had this week, even though slightly expensive, the 10 times 87 plus, and it's pretty much 10 team of the seasons or a few path to glories or some of stars thrown in there. And it's just fun to do. It's expensive. My club's absolutely dead apart from cards that are 90 plus rated. But you know, it's at that stage of the game where let's just spend everything. Yeah. But I'm still enjoying FIFA. I'm enjoying my cards. You know, it's, it's, it is, like Steve said, it's good to have a break. I'll have that break at some point, but I'm just still enjoying it at the moment. Still throwing content out there and it's good. Mm. Okay. I need to, I need to do that 87 times 10, especially if that Messi comes out. But I also need to do, is that Jelson Martin still out? Because that his gold card was ridiculous for a very long time. Yeah. in this game so like i i can't imagine it expires august 19th so by the time this podcast comes out you'll have a few more days to get it we just got a diata sbc today i don't know if you remember that what is it? what if diata we had earlier on in the year super fast everybody used him oh for yeah. getting on the end of the yep. the through balls yeah because uh, it looks like we've got the league on weekend league uh-huh. objective coming up next weekend oh uh, i'm in the middle of the Serie A. Weekend league at the moment, which is nice. Had a decent start. Are you are you getting top one hundred or top two hundred? Yeah, probably. Okay. Um, probably I'll probably get it in about twelve games. You know, <laughs> I'm, that go- I'm that good. Out of the ninety three people that are playing weekend league, <laughs> Steve, there's not ninety three people playing. There's at least one hundred and forty from what I've counted. You're very feisty this week, Paul. I like it. I'm full of it. I just want to get facts right, Steve. <laughs> <laughs> I'm out of discussion points this week. We we banged on about 22 in the beta, and we've got way more time. I mean, we've only had two days, really, me and Matt, to, to play this thing. But hopefully, we'll we'll get some more insight and some more experience under our belts, and um, and be able to give you guys some more information. But if I had to say anything overall, it's positive. There's way more positives about this beta than there is negatives, and the few negatives that I've seen are manageable for the most part. That's going to wrap us up this week. Um, Matt, where can the people find you on Twitter and Twitch? Uh, on Twitter, it's Matt Cakes underscore underscore Matt with two T's. And then, um, on Twitch, Maddie Cakes, M A T T E E underscore Cakes. I might stream this week, but honestly, with my two days off, I might just play the beta and I can't really stream that if I want to keep it going. Stream the beta. Mm hmm. Beta. Beta. Better. Better. Steve, where can they find you on Twitter? Can I just point out that Paul managed to say that entire word without moving his mouth at all? 
I think my video's frozen, Steve. <laughs> no, I mean, you, you close your lips for the B, and then that was it. It was just like, better. Better. I'd, I'd imagine that when, when you have bread, you put butter on it. Butter. Uh. Better. Petrol. Petrol. <laughs> 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 I had a wife that used to sell me off for calling it petrol. It's not called petrol. It's called petrol. Mm. Yeah. That's right. I, I, I need a translator here in York. I have no idea what I'm talking about. Um, at the foot coach, twitch.tv forward slash the foot coach. Paul, where can they find you? Right fucking foot. <laughs> Fuck yeah. At right foot, W R I G H T F U T on Twitter and Twitch. Right fucking foot. All right. Well, you can find me on Twitter at the foot hunter, the underscore foot underscore hunter, and on Twitch at footballers pod. That's it for this week. We'll be back next week with more information on FIFA 22 and the closing of FIFA 21. Catch you then. See you. Sports Social Podcast Network. Our kids have said to us since we moved to Minnesota, we are far more active than we've ever been anywhere else we've ever lived. Moving to Minnesota opened up a lot of doors for us. Just this overall sense of community, of values that, you know, Minnesotans have. It's a real accepting, loving community, especially with two young kids. See what makes Minnesota the star of the North. New residents share why they love calling it home at exploreminnesota.com slash live.